It's time to tune up your taste buds and take a trip to culinary heaven because we're live from Jasper's Kitchen, presented by Hen House, your local hometown market for nearly 100 delicious years. Sit back, relax, and enjoy something new from the wonderful world of delicious cooking with our favorite chef, Jasper Marabli, and his special co-host, and now, here's Kansas City's iconic Italian chef, Jasper Mirabli. Good morning and welcome to our show. This is Chef Jasper Mirabli along with John Taylor and we are live in the kitchen studio on live from Jasper's Kitchen. John Taylor, man, oh man, you know, I'd said this all, you know, the past three weeks or so, fall is upon us. But right now, I'm telling you, it's gotten a little chilly out there and... Uh, Friday night football. Yeah. It's like, you know, this this is it right now. It's happening. We're getting some of those weird days where you get to part of the week, you've got a uh, Indian summer, and then boom, it feels like, wow, it's it's jacket weather. But me, I'm thinking food, so I'm thinking about chili. I'm thinking about slow braising meats right now. I'm almost ready for the winter, but uh, not ready to put my ski boots on yet. You know, I love the smell. Everybody loves the smell when the furnace first comes on. You know, we like certain smells bring us nostalgia, the smell of... Uh, cut grass the first time in the spring, the smell of your furnace coming on. Uh, but I know you and I, since we're talking about food, it's the smell of a pot roast or something yeah, like that. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I love mold wine and uh, I'm telling you right now, you get some of that local wine here uh, produced in Kansas and you put some of those uh, mulling spices in there. Sure. And you sit back, the fireplace, Halloween's around the corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, well, you know what? Speaking of wine and, and local wine, we're going to talk with Cindy from Somerset Vineyards today on Live from Jasper's Kitchen. Absolutely love Cindy. I've known her for over 21 years. I get to go out and harvest at the vineyard. I tell everybody this when I'm out there and I look across the vineyard, I think I'm back in Italy, and I'm not just making it up. It's not a promotion. She doesn't pay me to say that. I just, I feel like that when I'm out there. And you know what? You meet so many great people at the winery. Enjoy, sit back, enjoy charcuterie and more. It's just, it's a great drive out there. It's only, what, like 30 minutes away? Sure. Yeah. It's, it's really something else. And you, you just mentioned Italy. Let's talk about Italian food like pizza and pizza tascio. Eric Berger will be on the show today. Ah, uh, we all know Eric Berger. He's been on the show before, and now he's got a couple of new great locations. I absolutely adore his pizza. And now it's a little dangerous because it's too close to my home now. And as someone new we've never talked to, Crystal will be here from Tamalian. Tamalian, what a cool name. How about it? Come on, who doesn't love a good tamale? Well, Crystal Nieves, of course, she's making tamales and beer and tacos and more. A great story. This lady loves to prepare great food. Of course, her family is well known here in Kansas City. And you know what? She has something special to talk about and a way you can get her tamales now because, believe me, one bite and you're going to be hooked. And we're going to talk to Kyle Williams as well. He's with Saber and Swirl. You're really going to enjoy this interview because, you know, Kyle and his wife, Hannah, they've been together since uh, they were kids, childhood sweethearts, and he does some great pop-ups, some amazing pop-ups. What a background this man has uh, around the country and around the world cooking, and you're just really going to really love what he does. That's all coming up today on Live from Jasper's Kitchen. It's brought to you by Hen House. 
Fall has arrived, and Henhouse Market is your market to enjoy some great savings. Let's just say it's time to get some shopping done. It's apple season. Gala and Jonathan Apples from Peter's Orchards in Waverly, Missouri have arrived. And pumpkins have arrived at the Henhouse Market. Australian Blue, Autumn Buckskin, Cinderella, and many more. And Henhouse has some big news. Tippin's New York-style bagels have arrived. These delicious bagels are the real deal. So many different flavors, including cinnamon raisin, blueberry, everything, onion, poppy seed, signature jalapeno, chocolate chip, asiago, and sesame. And for dessert this weekend, it's Apple Fest, and Tippins has a deep dish apple pie and an old-fashioned caramel apple pie. And don't let the weekend go by without stopping at Harry's Brewery. Such a great collection of local beers, seltzers, and of course, all your favorites. Harry's Brewery and Harry's Liquor, Kansas City's finest. Hen House Market, your market for almost 100 years. It's live from Jasper's Kitchen. We've had him on the show before. Absolutely love the name of the place, but more than that, we love his pizza. It's Pizza Tasho, and Eric Berger is here on live from Jasper's Kitchen to discuss some new locations. Eric, welcome back. Hey, great to be back. Great to great to talk to you, Jasper. Always a hundred percent of the time. Well, my friend, you know we love your pizza. Of course, when you uh, when you opened up in uh, in Kansas City, because you've been in St. Joe, but when you opened up in Kansas City, we came down, had to get our employees and staff some pizza, and everybody just went crazy over it. And now, of course, we're going to talk about your pizza and all and how it all started. But now you're open in Lawrence, Kansas, and on 119th in La Paloma Plaza. Well, thank you very much for opening up very close to me, my friend. I love that. <laughs> Hey, I'm just trying to open up next to, you know, buy one of the most legit Italians in the city. So No, I'm telling you, it's close to my house is what I'm talking about. That's what I like. <laughs> hey, you know, love people, people love pizza, and your pizza is so authentic. And let's talk about that because you don't play games. I've said that before, from the tomatoes to the cheese to the flour. Talk about how it all began and your, uh, your quest for the perfect pizza. Hey, I tell you what, Jasper, you know, it kind of be kind of came to being when I was just a little kid, you know, growing up in New York, eating New York pizza almost every day of my life. We'd get it at school lunch. Uh, they brought the local pizzeria's pizza to school lunch. And then, you know, I came out to the Midwest in high school and just, I was, I was uh, going crazy trying to find good pizza. And, um, you know, eventually my dad got sick, he got cancer and I, I wanted to take care of him, quit my job and took care of him full time. And, he wasn't eating Jasper. He, he, you know, he had no appetite. So I started going down a pizza rabbit hole. Turned into nine commercial ovens in the garage. All kinds of gas lines ran, and I'm cooking pizza every day and and trying to feed my dad something he'd like. And you know, when he passed away, I just it's something I just had to continue to do. I quit my job as an exercise physiologist at a hospital and. And went went all in, and that was almost ten years ago. And I'm still in pizza, and it's 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 the best it's the best part of life, I tell you. Besides family. Well, I'll tell you, you don't play games like I have said. I mean, the attention to detail and the craftsmanship in your pizza is just real. I, I have not seen that in this area. And, uh, of course, now with the new locations, I don't know how you're doing it with four locations, man, but they're all going strong, and that's really something. It's it's a blessing, and we got a great team, and they're all good friends that just wanted to, you know, graduate college, and they want a real job, and hey, why don't we open another pizzeria? I could run that, or hey, you know, and we're just real lucky to have good people who are pizza obsessed like I am, who want to see this 
this grow and serve other areas of the community of Kansas City. So, Tell me a little bit, or tell our listeners again about the name, because I love the name. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm down in Sicily outside Palermo with this friend of mine, and he's like, hey, watch out, there's some Tashio up here. And I'm like, what are you talking about right now? He's like, well, in Palermo, there's these guys or gals, Tashia. They're 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 going around. They're hustling. They're hey hey, how you doing? Whistling at people, yelling. You know, being in the life of the party for sure. And, and um, I said, man, I love that name. I gotta I gotta I gotta use that. So here we are with 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 Pizza Tasio. Boy, oh boy, it is really something else. See to to see how you all have grown. I remember. A few years back, of course, you're dining at Jasper's, you and your lovely wife, and you tell me, you know what, we're going to Italy, any suggestions? And then I follow you throughout Italy, and of course, every day I'm on Instagram just seeing where you're going and down in Naples eating pizza and all. I said, man, oh man, this is this is my adventure you're on right now, of course. And then to come back to Kansas City and to make your pizza and, and to start off, it really all began with El Lazarone. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep. And, and, Absolutely. And when you got, you know, when you got the uh, the seal of approval from the Nabalathan Pizza Authorities, of course, that right there, you were the first one in Kansas City to get that with a Lazarone, and then to go and then open up Pizza Tasio to the New York style pizza. I don't know. I can't imagine what next. Uh, I mean, Mama's Pies, Detroit Pie. What's next? <laughs> hey, I don't know. I, I've been looking at a lot of peeps lately, but. You know, I'm not making any promises. Uh, a lot of pizza. I like that a lot. Well, Eric Berger, of course, I got to tell everybody about your place again. It's Pizza Tasio, four locations, St. Joe, Kansas City, of course, now 119th, right off of Metcalf and in Lawrence, Kansas. You're going to love the pizza. Great family running the places, of course. And let me tell you, it's authentic. Eric, thanks again for coming on. Jasper, always a blessing to talk to you. Love it. Keep doing the best things you can do. Uh, you're inspiring all of us. Thank you very much, Eric. I'll talk to you soon. Better yet, I'll see you Sunday for some pizza for the football game. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, grazie, grazie. Grazie, grazie. Ciao. is live from Jasper's Kitchen, brought to you by Hen House on Talk Radio KCMO. You know, I have a lot of chef friends here in Kansas City, and I see them often. Most of the time, they're visiting me at the restaurant, or I'm visiting them. And recently, I got to sit with Kyle and his wife, Hannah Williams. Chef Kyle, of course, is well-known throughout Kansas City. He's doing some unique things here with the company Saber and Swirl. You're going to like it, and we have a lot to talk about. Chef Williams, welcome to the show. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thanks for having me on. Well, we really appreciate you coming on. And, you know, beforehand, we were talking about uh, a little bit about your background. You have over 22 years of experience in the culinary industry, and you've worked at some wonderful places, well-known places. I mean, and for some chefs such as Todd English, David Burke, and of course, you worked at the two Michelin-starred restaurants uh, and hotel Don Alfonso in Italy. And that there, you got me on that one, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I uh, 
you know, that was a while ago, but uh, I definitely enjoyed it. It was a uh, it was a wonderful experience, and um, and uh, yeah, I just I, it was super challenging, but uh, but loved it. Well, I know you have a passion for creating delicious and beautiful dishes, uh, you know, and the love of process of uh, vineyard management and the winemaking process uh, along with that, of course. And here we are in Kansas City, and you have brought all of this here with uh, your company. But more than that, you know, we talk about chefs and their highlights and, and their careers and what they have done. You have done so much here in town since you've already been here before, you know, but along with being on Food Network's uh Beat Bobby Flay season two. Come on, that alone right there was not easy. That's one show I wouldn't want to go on. I don't want to mess with those guys on TV. Right? Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it's 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 not fake TV. I mean, you you have uh, basically. I think I had like sixty seconds to make make my dish, and you got to cook it in twenty minutes, and it's live. Um, so yeah, it was. Uh, that was definitely experience. Uh, and uh, it was it was fun to go back to New York and and cook on that stage. And of course, just like myself, you uh, you got to work at the James Beard House, and uh, that right there was probably one of the highlights of my career. And you worked with Todd English at the time, and Todd, of course, well known on the uh, on the East Coast and and also with his other restaurants around the country. But uh, just working at the Beard House and and being in that home and 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 knowing that James Beard once cooked in this kitchen, and some of the greatest chefs in the world have traveled there, and right. you have been there also. That that really says something for yourself. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate that. That was a that was an awesome experience to to cook there with Todd and and uh, be featured. Um, and uh, yeah, it's like you know, there's every every great chef is has cooked there, and so it was it was one of those kind of pinch yourself moments. Like, am I really here cooking? <laughs> Exactly. Well, let's talk a little bit about what you're doing now because Saber and Swirl is very, very unique because not only do you have your uh, your creative uh, cooking and your passion for wine, but being with your wife, Hannah, and her passion for creating and designing beautiful, uh, enchanting ambience and these uh, these pop-ups and everything that you do and, and cooking classes, it doesn't matter. You're making a difference. Let's talk about how it all began. Yeah, I mean, so it's... Um, you know, it just goes back really to when I started. Um, you know, um, I actually while I was working in Italy, I we went to a restaurant. I one of my friends ordered a 1971 Trebbiano, and that was back in 2004. And so I, I knew a little bit about wine, um, but that that blew my mind because it was 32 years old or 33, whatever the math is, and uh, that that taught me right there that the wines change as they age. Um, so it just really kind of put in me that, you know, wine is awesome. It's great. Um, and so I just kind of carried that through my whole career. Um, and, um, in 2019, we were in Napa Valley doing tastings there at vineyards and we're at a bar at Brasswoods after a tasting. And we're like, we got to do something fun in Kansas city. Uh, something creative, serve good food, good wine, good ambiance, and just have, you know, maybe 20, 30 people come. And that's that's really how it started. We wrote something down on a napkin. We, we posted something on Instagram to keep ourselves accountable. And we're like, how are we going to do this? And so, because I was still working full-time at my corporate job at Blue Cross as a chef there. And um, so started doing that kind of both in tandem. 
And then we actually just launched this full time. So it's my full time gig as of as of last year. So I've been doing this um, for a little over three years now. Wow, that's really something else. Well, congrats to you. I mean, especially, you know, starting up and, and working through the pandemic and keep this company going. That says something for yourself right there. Let's talk a little bit about the wine pop-ups, the food and wine pop-ups, and how, how, the, how, you, actually, uh, how you actually work when people want to know what to do or how they get a hold of you and, and what do you actually serve and, you know, cooking classes or demos. How does it all work? Sure, that's a great question. Um, well, we do a lot of kind of just our picture marketing on our social media. Instagram is our main, our main source. And then we have uh, a button on there that if you want to receive our emails, our newsletters, you can email us at Hannah at saver and swirl.com. And that's, that's on there. So we send out newsletters quarterly when we're doing a pop-up event, we'll send out the menu and all the details. Um, about a month to five weeks before the actual event so people can see, you know, pricing, what wines we're serving, so on and so forth. Um, so that's kind of how people stay up to date is definitely Instagram and definitely um, email us to enroll in our uh, email subscription, our newsletter. Um, and don't worry, we don't email every day. It's, we're, we're very, we're very uh, respectful when it comes to the email because we all get a lot of emails. Um, and then when it comes to our pop-ups, you know, we do them seasonal. Uh, you know, one thing that uh, us as chefs, uh, we, we definitely love to be seasonal. Um, so, you know, now we're coming into fall. So we're thinking, what's, what's the harvest? So we, we do our harvest dinner. Um, so actually we have two this year. Um, we're bringing in some uh, vineyards from Napa Valley. Um, the first one we have Round Pond from Rutherford is coming in. And then we have... Um, Sullivan's coming in uh, November 4th uh, from uh, Rutherford as well. And so basically we do a five-course uh, tasting menu. Um, you know, we serve wines with, with all those courses. Um, typically, you know, anywhere from two whites and three reds, it can be a little mixed match. Sometimes we'll get crazy and we'll do a six or seven-course <laughs> tasting, um, but typically we keep it at a five. Um, and then usually at the end of that, um, We'll open some surprise bottles so people can kind of taste uh, some different wines that that were, are free that you know that's not on the tasting that they can kind of have like a little bonus tasting at the end. Um, and then you know um, we'll usually have like a fire pit and kind of people can hang out and just kind of relax after the dinner if they like. You know, people call me all the time and run the restaurant, I can't leave. So it's great to have someone like you here in Kansas City. I can call and say, hey, I have an event going on. People are interested in doing something like that. And really you take it to another level. But I love that, you know, you tell people you're not an elitist club. I mean, you know, you have menus that rival some of the best dining all over the world, but uh, it's not pretentious uh, or exclusive. Right. And that's what's great about it. And you're using ingredients and, and, and serving wines that are really top-notch. I mean, some of the finest you're going to have. And again, it's not elitist. So, I mean, anybody can give you a call. But more than anything, and, and before we go on and talk about some of these pop-ups, you know, I don't think... Uh, 
even for myself and 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 being successful, you have to have people behind you, and you have to have people with you. And I don't like saying the word behind you. I'm very fortunate with my family and my wife, who's very supportive of what I do. But we really need to talk about Hannah because uh, you all have been childhood sweethearts, and I actually right. love that. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely, yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah, we uh, we met. Oh man, back in. 2001, wow. I think, and, um, and we just became friends, and we were friends for multiple years. Um, then I was in culinary school. Um, I was actually in Italy during that time, and then we were actually dating long distance, and then dated long distance all through college, and then when I graduated from uh, Johnson Wells University, um, we got engaged and got married, and then... Um, <laughs> I had a job offer in in, uh, Maui. They wanted me to come be a a chef out there at this new resort that was opening up. So we moved out there. So we got married on uh, October 26, 2006. We moved to Hawaii on the 28th, two days later. And um, so we just kind of stayed, we just kind of stayed for for our honeymoon. And uh, and it was fun, great time, Uh, worked there. We stayed in Hawaii for a year. little too far away from kind of like people we knew and family. So we decided to come back after that, after that year and, um, and just kind of traveled around and moved all over the place. And, um, we have two kids now, uh, Vivi and Coco, they're 10 and eight. Um, so yeah, she's, uh, she's the true brains behind the operation. Um, she's super talented, um, at what she does. Um, you know, you know, it's like every relationship. Yeah, are we perfect? No, we're not. Like we we have our scuffles, like every every relationship. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, um, you know, things go really well. We like working together. Um, we actually have fun together working. So it's actually been a really, really good, um, really good working um, partnership. Well, there's a difference, and really, you're living it right now. And of course, putting out such great food, doing these wine pairings, of course, all the pop-ups and everything else, including something that you're kind of passionate about, uh, these uh, speakeasy pop-ups. Right. So it's kind of like what you said earlier, you know, we're, we're open to everybody. Um, you know, we, we, uh, we have all types of, of different, you know, kind of levels of our, of our brand um, to, you know, casual to-go meals to, you know, high-end pop-ups. Um, but yeah, we definitely like to keep it um, just kind of under the radar so that way people, you know, kind of have a little surprise because it's, you know, um, it's one thing to know where you're going and then it's another thing to, you know, a couple of days before you find out where you're going. Um, so that's just kind of cool. It's just uh, we, in New York City, when we lived there, we, we fell in love with the speakeasy. Um, so that's, that was the bars we would go to. We would find all the speakeasies and uh, we just kind of, brought that concept back um to kansas city you know a couple people are doing it kansas city doing a great job at that um but you know even in paris and london and other other parts of the country there's there's you know hidden hidden bars hidden restaurants um so it's just kind of cool it's just something something different that you don't you don't get on a daily basis well i absolutely love it and my friends 
you know what? It's just around the corner. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about the holidays. And if you need a private chef, you want to do a special dinner for friends, a little pop-up yourself, cooking class, whatever, you need to talk to Kyle. Of course, you can just give Hannah a call. It's Hannah at SaberAndSwirl.com. Also, you can go to the website, SaberAndSwirl.com. Follow them on Instagram because I'm telling you, you will love all the photos. Chef, it's always great talking to you. Thank you so much for your time. I know you're very busy, but we sure appreciate you coming on live from Jasper's Kitchen. Hey, thanks, Chef. I appreciate all all you've done and uh, definitely have to come back for dinner here soon to see you again. Uh, We look forward to it. My best to Hannah and the children. Thanks again, Chef. arrived and henhouse market is your market to enjoy some great savings let's just say it's time to get some shopping done it's apple season gala and jonathan apples from peter's orchards in waverly missouri have arrived and pumpkins have arrived at the henhouse market australian blue autumn buckskin cinderella and many more and henhouse has some big news tippin's new york style bagels have arrived These delicious bagels are the real deal. So many different flavors, including cinnamon raisin, blueberry, everything, onion, poppy seed, signature jalapeno, chocolate chip, asiago, and sesame. And for dessert this weekend, it's Apple Fest, and Tippins has a deep dish apple pie and an old-fashioned caramel apple pie. And don't let the weekend go by without stopping at Harry's Brewery. Such a great collection of local beers, seltzers, and of course, all your favorites. Harry's Brewery and Harry's Liquor, Kansas City's finest. Hen House Market. Your market for almost 100 years. It's live from Jasper's Kitchen. That's right. We're talking tamales. And I have brought an expert here in the live from Jasper's Kitchen studio, Crystal Nieves. Of course, she is well known around town for something that she started a little while back. It's called Tamaleon. That's right. We're talking tamales. Crystal, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jasper. I'm happy to be here. Uh, before you started your uh, your tamale truck and all, let's talk a little bit about how it all began because you spent 11 years at NARA here in Kansas City. Yes, I did. Um, started in the front of the house uh, right after high school and then um, worked my way to the back and I fell in love with the kitchen. I just love cooking. Um, I was working alongside of Chef Max Chow and he really taught me the ways, and um, I, I, I had a great time there. And now let's talk a little bit about the beginning of the tamales. Of course, uh, we're also going to mix arts in here because uh, they have a long history in Kansas City, and your mother was getting uh, masa from them since uh, since ever since you can remember. Talk a little bit about that relationship. Yeah, um, so, you know, uh, when I was younger, um, maybe let's say like the 90s, um, here in Kansas City, uh, getting anything, products, uh, any Mexican products was kind of hard. Um, sometimes on our trips uh, down to Mexico, we would bring back anything we were allowed to bring back <laughs> just to have uh, have at home and any dried chiles or anything, honestly. So, um, that's what we would do to make up for, you know, not having those products here in Kansas City. But in the in the West Side, there were some places you could get some things. Um, 
but arts arts was always there um arts has been in was was in business for over 50 years uh so they would grind their corn there at at their factory and my mother found them and uh when they first had their masa they they never turned around i mean they always got their masa there it was always fresh it was a great consistency it had the flavor that reminds you of uh, back at home so um and you could or- always order you know five pounds or a hundred pounds or whatever you needed they were always there to help you and um they were so friendly so definitely uh, their product was always the best for us. And we're talking real ground corn. We're not talking about a powder. No, no, no powder. I know a lot of people want to cut corners or, you know, save some money. So they'll go grab, you know, a bag of, of the corn flour from the grocery store. Uh, but no, we don't do that. We like to get our masa fresh from arts. And, uh, yeah, that's what we do. Okay, now, I mean, these tamales... You know, it sets its part. Uh, now let's talk about these tamales themselves because uh, they're soft, they're steamy, uh, and also you're doing something that's really, you know, kind of hot around the country right now, the birra. Can you explain the birra to us? Yeah, so birra, um, it's, you know, it's very traditional where my family is from. My family's from Guadalajara, Jalisco. So um, they do uh, specialize in goat birria, which is your traditional. Um, but here in the States, I don't really care too much for goat. So uh, we, you know, changed it up a bit. So we'll do beef, we'll do chicken, we'll do uh, pork. A lot of people are like, what, you do chicken? How is that even possible? Well, the thing is, the birria, I don't think that's, you know, uh, is the protein that makes it. It's the it's the seasonings that make it. And my family will drive down to Mexico maybe once or twice a year, bring back uh, some f- seasonings from down there. So there's a seasoning that we can keep around, our, um, and it and it stays good. It's it's dry seasoning. Um, we just sprinkle some of that in our on our protein, whatever we pick, <clears throat> and then we. Um, uh, also cook some dry chiles. There's about four to five different chiles that we like to use. And then um, we cook our meat for about a little over six hours. So it gets nice and tender, falls off the bone. And um, when we serve you our birria, it comes with uh, some of the consomme, which is the broth that the meat was cooked in. And all the flavors are packed in that in that broth. So when you dunk your taco or your slice of quesadilla or, or your slice of pizza, whatever you decided to order that day, it will taste amazing. It'll have all the great flavors. And yep. Are you talking about that like that that built up red film? You know, is that what you use to grease the tortillas? Yes, I do. Um, so a lot of people might accidentally just mix it with their broth and just serve it to the customer. But I don't want you to leave with that greasy impression. So I decide to take that film from the top. I remove that and I use that to grease my tortillas so that whenever I grease, I sear it on the flat top, it gets a nice little crunch, nice, beautiful red color as well. Oh, my. Kansas City, it's lunchtime. Are you hungry right now? We're talking right now with Crystal Nieves, of course, and we're talking tamales 
from Tamaleon. She started this company a few years back, and it's going strong. You can even order the tamales online. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But tell me a little bit about the tacos. Oh, yeah. Well, we've uh, had different kinds of tacos. I mean, we we do our birria tacos that we just spoke about with melted cheese and your shredded birria inside. And then we also have our, our street tacos. But our street tacos are not are not the traditional size. And that's one of the things uh, the customer takes back from us. They realize that, you know, one or two tacos is plenty. And we like to make our portions big because we want to feed a family. So we do a double six-inch tortilla handful of meat. You don't really get to see that, but that's just how we like to enjoy our tacos. So if we like to enjoy them that way, we feel that maybe the customer does too. Um, And then we also came out with our our newest taco. It's our um, jalapeno popper taco. What's this? (laughs) And so what we do is we uh, grilled some diced uh, jalapenos, diced onion, and we sear some cheese over that. Then we add whatever protein you like, and we slap it on a tortilla. And uh, that's our, our newest addition, and people are just uh, really enjoying it, uh, really coming out to taste it, and um, everyone's very happy with it. Oh, it sounds delicious. I know myself, I cannot wait to order some tamales. Of course, everyone is probably wondering right now, where could we find you at? How do we get a hold of you and talk about more about that? Let's just talk about the truck itself. Well, can people find you every day? No, so that's that's the that's the point of the truck. I was in the restaurant business for a very long time. I knew how, you know, uh, how it took a lot of my time. I do have three children. So the point of the truck was for me to spend more time with my mother um, so we can create things together. But at the same time, I have the flexibility to be with my children more as well. So uh, we only open maybe twice or three times a week. Um, Sometimes we are um, booked for private events, so you might not see us out there too much. But you can always keep up with us via Facebook or Instagram. I post my schedule every week, um, and uh, sometimes you'll find us at a festival, or maybe sometimes you'll find us every other Sunday at Stockyards Brewery, or you'll find us on Friday evenings in the parking lot of Ridgewood Donuts over in the kind of like Kansas City Independence area. So. Oh, I know that area well with the Ridgewood Donuts. Don't tell me about that. <laughs> okay, uh, They're amazing donuts. <laughs> oh, yes. They're a little dangerous for this chef. Now, very quickly, if people just want to order tamales, they can go online. Is that correct? So what I prefer and what I suggest is you go on Facebook or Instagram. You send us a direct message with your order. Um, we can chat. We can figure out what flavor you want, what options we have. We can give you all that information. Also, um, if uh, on those uh, on Facebook or Instagram, you'll find my phone number. You can directly send me a text message or give me a call. That's the best way to get your order in. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Well, my friends, if you're looking for a delicious tamale, some beer, of course, tacos, and more, you need to follow Tamale on. She's on Facebook. I really can't thank you enough, Crystal, for coming on. You've made me very hungry, and I'm sure all of our listeners, and I wish you much success in the future. Oh, thank you so much, Jasper. And 
we can't wait to come out to uh, your restaurant soon. Uh, uh, my birthday's coming up, so I might have to pay you a visit. Uh, it's, always, it's always a, a, a delight um, enjoying your food. I remember last time we were there, my children could not stop talking about you, and uh, they were so happy. So well, we'll have to do that soon. You're very kind. Thank you so much, Crystal. It's great to talk to you again. Tamale on Kansas City. You need to check it out. This is Live from Jasper's Kitchen, brought to you by Hen House on Talk Radio KCMO. Everyone knows that I love the harvest season, and I love to go out to the vineyard here in Kansas City. Of course, not in Kansas City, but out at Somerset Ridge and visit my dear friends, Cindy and Dennis Reynolds. Well, I have Cindy on the show with us today. We're going to talk about the harvest. We're going to talk about wines and all the events that are happening at Somerset Ridge. Cindy, welcome back to the show. Well, you're so nice to have me. And if I'm on the show, it means we survive harvest. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. Come on. Well, you know what? I'll tell you, I am so grateful. I was at the first harvest. Um, I don't know if it was actually the first harvest, but the first one that you opened up to the public. Uh, yep. You know what? It was more than 20 years ago, Cindy. Can you believe it? I, it really has been 20 years. It's, it's kind of a crazy thing. You know, we started started planting the vineyard in 1998. And that first vintage, 2001, I think we had something like, I don't know, 75 total cases. <laughs> Oh, wow. But I, I know it had to have been like 2003, 2002 or 2003 that you were there. Exactly. And I remember we, we harvested. I saw it on social media, and I uh, I came out to see you, of course, and we harvested. And then we went into the garage, and we had lunch, and I met the famous Kay, of course, uh, Miss Kay, <laughs> who I've traveled to Italy with. Uh, and, of course, your mother's such a beautiful woman. And uh, we've been friends ever since. Of course, contact you. I bother you all the time when I need an event or something to do. Or you've been very involved with Slow Food, and we're very grateful to be friends with you. Well, we love it. We love it. Many, many thanks. And, uh, you know, it's, Kansas City has just benefited from the most amazing weather and of late, uh, while so many parts of the country just uh, have been getting battered, and and so it's been beautiful, and and we love to get you back out again. You know, it's it's a great time to go visit any of your local winemakers because. Uh, everybody's always happy to have you, and you got to take advantage of these beautiful days. Well, you know, you told me this many, many years ago when I first started uh, harvesting with you that, you know, I didn't realize this all that, but in Kansas, before Prohibition, Kansas was like the number two state for uh, grape growing. Well, the way uh, the statistics um, worked was um, almost 90% of the wine in the U.S. before Prohibition came out of Missouri and eastern Kansas. And they know that from the tax records. So that's just the production that they knew about. And, um, uh, you know, we have the unlucky situation of uh, Kansas being the first state to uh, prohibit sales of alcohol back in the day. And so, you know, it, we, we took a, quite a few uh, generations off of being able to do something that we're uh, very uniquely suited to do in terms of our um you know, the latitude, the longitude, our weather, uh, ample water, a very special thing here. And you see that in what's going on in um, uh, all of the large wine groups coming in and buying these huge tracts of land to start planting vineyards. Because, um, as we know, uh, our friends on the West Coast are struggling um, fires and lack of access to water. 
Well, that's what I wanted to ask you about right now. You know, I keep hearing on the news about the drought and this and that in Kansas City, but you all had a great season. We did. Yeah, we did. And we know that because of um, the condition of the grapes when we harvest, but also in um, a number of pounds harvested of each variety. So, you know, we had um, uh, all that early uh, early water. We don't suffer from lack of uh, moisture here. And then we had nice temperatures throughout the summer. Then we had like those couple of weeks there toward the end that were real hot. Well, guess what grapes love, you know? Early, early moisture, uh, then dry and late heat to finish the ripening. So uh, it, it really was an ideal growing year. I was very fortunate to visit the winery uh, a few weeks ago. And on the harvest, uh, I was out in the field with Cindy walking around, uh, took a few tastes of the grapes myself, of course. And people were just, you know, they're so excited to be out there with you. And I mean, they really, I mean, they get into it. I know myself, my wife and I, uh, when we're out there with you, it's really something else to experience a harvest in Kansas at, at Somerset Ridge. I mean, you really make a difference, Cindy. Oh, well, thank you. You know, the day you were out there, it was it was a little different than usual because we were harvesting uh, vines that were producing their first grapes. So it's different than if we're harvesting grapes that are 15 and 20 years old that are just covered in vines and uh, clusters. We were harvesting that day some Regent and some Itasca that were new to us and and so it was very exciting but it was easier for us to harvest because these vines you know they will just continue to get better and produce more over time and so uh that day that um you were out it was it was actually as i say easy pickings that day you know what i just love to go out there and just you know uh, and just enjoy myself a relaxing sunday or weekend saturday and sunday it doesn't get any better and you have so many great events going on you all don't slow down and i don't care if it's uh 40 degrees out or if it's 100 degrees out something's always happening at the winery in the vineyard uh, we well you know we love that and and part of what we do is we're about supporting also local musicians and we've been doing that for a decade or more and so um, it's always fun if you have the time and you can you can spare an hour or two to sit down, maybe invite a friend, um, grab a beverage, take a walk through the vineyard, take some pictures, you know, um, supporting local chefs, local musicians. Um, and and I, I think it's it's kind of a fun thing. You know, you can't do it all the time, we, but, but we all need to relax a little bit and, and enjoy. And not only that, but when you come out... Um, I know at least at Somerset Ridge, we're really working hard on um, adding new wines. So this year was a really important year for us because our son, Alex, uh, moved back from um, California wine country. Uh, he and his wife and, and uh, bought a house in Brookside and he's rejoined our wine team. So he was he brought back so much great knowledge and energy for us to do. Um, we reduced, uh, we produced our first ever barrel um uh, fermented and barrel-aged shard, as well as a pet nat. And I think you got to try the pet nat when you came out, right? Yes, I did. Yes, yes. Uh, very delicious, and it's got these great creamy bubbles. And, you know, I always think bubbles, that's a great way to celebrate just about just about <laughs> anything. There is no doubt about it. We're talking right now with Cindy Reynolds, of course, from Somerset Ridge Vineyard and Winery. Well, I also know that, you know, out of COVID, some things did come out that, you know, were kind of uh, good. You know, we kind of figured things out a little bit more. Somerset Ridge cocktail kits. Let's talk about that a little bit. 
okay. Did you see those when you were in the tasting room? Yes, I was walking around while you all were harvesting on my way out and had to get me something to drink on the way out. And I saw those and I was like, what? what's this all about? I didn't know about this. Well, those are fun. We've been doing a lot of um, cocktail kits. I'll, I'll tell you, you walk into a party with one of those and you are definitely the most popular guest. You know, we have um, uh, the sangria kit that comes with everything you need, a mold. Oh, the one I'm excited about for fall, the mold wine kit, um, a French 75 kit. And then we also have been doing a lot of wine and charcuterie gift boxes. And those are terrific because uh, people give those as gifts and they ship all over the country. So that's a, that's kind of a fun thing. Well, I know all about the Flyboy and how you all got the name. I've, I've you know, visited with you many times uh, yeah. about that name, but I didn't know about Fly Girl Lemonade Cocktail. What's Fly Girl? Who's that? <laughs> well, it's it's a fantastic cocktail that actually uh, a bottle of Flyboy comes with that, um, and it's got it's it's got house made sweet and sour and uh, uh, sparkling and and uh, a bottle of Flyboy Red and some Citron. And it's, it is really outstanding. It's kind of a, a nice uh, low ABV cocktail that you can enjoy that's a little bubbly and you serve it over ice with a straw. I love it. Absolutely love it. And, of course, uh, Lucky Dog Hard Cider. You introduced that a few years back. That is a wonderful addition to your uh, to everything that you produce out there. Oh, thank you. You know, we source those apples. That's really a double local um, uh, beverage because we source our apples from our friends at the Cider Mill. And I, I, I can't remember if I told you, but our son Alex uh, is also running the cider program at Lewisburg Cider Mill. So all the hard cider there, as well as our own winery, um, uh, it's, it's pretty fun. And, um, uh, you know, bubbly, a little lower alcohol, uh, super delicious and great to celebrate. It's a, it's a, I think it's a whopping maybe ten ninety nine a bottle or something. Oh, absolutely love it. Well, Cindy, of course, uh, I'm off to Italy right now. I hate to tease you and all our listeners, but uh, we may be talking very soon about traveling to Italy together. How about that? Well, I didn't know if we were going to mention it, but it is a big deal. That's in the works is a great Italian um wine and food tour um jasper you and i uh, are going to start working on the itinerary and setting our dates and uh that will be coming up and and we'll make sure that we give everybody ample opportunity to join us if they'd like to oh there's no doubt about it i'm working my, with my friend judy witz francini i'll be visiting her next week and uh i'll be picking up some more ideas and some great venues for us to visit so it's always great to talk to you cindy thank you so much we appreciate it. i know you're very busy harvest is over but you guys are producing some wine right now and it's just non-stop there and so many great events you need to go visit cindy of course and dennis and the whole family if you want some great wine it's all local charcuterie food trucks events music everything and that new beautiful event center that you have produced out there that you that is something else alone i mean just to visit out there and, and have a party out there oh we'd love that yeah the vineyard house has been really fun and gosh it's got such a nice view of the vines and the water off the back yeah please come out again soon jasper we sure appreciate you well it's somerset ridge winery my friends make sure you check them out go online to somersetridge.com